Hey, it's John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and it's The Entrepreneurial You, the show for dedicated and passionate Caribbean entrepreneurs seeking daily inspiration, brought to you by author, speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur, Henneke Wakis-Porter. You must be prepared to ignite. The fashion industry is unique. It is driven by change and is constantly changing. It changes so much. We find trends revolving and resurfacing again when we thought that they died a natural death. The industry has several different parts making up the whole. The seamstresses, tailors, manufacturers, models, factory workers, forecasters, designers, pattern makers, sketch artists, embroiderers, store owners, and the list goes on and on and on. Any industry having so many other components will surely have its fair share of individual prejudices, styles, and tastes. It is important to determine and define your personal sense of style. But individual preferences aside, at all times, the wants, needs, and desires of your customers will have to be anticipated. New advancement happens rapidly. Keeping up with trends from fashion forecasters will be necessary to determine color, styles, accessories, textures, print, etc., just to be able to stand out from the noise. The question of how do I turn my passion for fashion into a valid business is one that can be daunting. But yet, with the right guidance, it is possible, though not easy. Hello, hello, hello. It is episode 260 of the Entrepreneurial You podcast, and I am your host, Henneke Watkins-Porter. The Entrepreneurial You is sponsored by HennekeWatkinsPorter.com and the Jamaica Stock Exchange. So if you want to unleash the entrepreneur within you, please keep listening. And then you may head over to HennekeWatkinsPorter.com for more episodes, blogs, and other useful content. So here's today's episode, but first, a quick word from the Jamaica Stock Exchange. We needed to raise capital, but our experience with local financial institutions was that they were cautious and slow to act, and interest rates were far too high. We had real concerns about financing our business through outside equity investors and the possibility of interference. Could we get a fair valuation for our business? We had our own ideas about the business and its value. Should I go the traditional route of bank financing or should I try the Jamaica Stock Exchange? So we made a call and experienced transformation of our business through conversations. I'm John Mafood, CEO of Jamaican Teas and we're listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Give us a call today at 876-967-3271 to begin your transformation through conversation. We want to see your company listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. As I contemplated what exactly to share with you for this episode, I was reminded of an ebook I did in 2017 called The Quick Start Guide to Launching a Fashion Business. So today, I'm selecting elements of that book from that book to share with you, to give you some insight into what is required to start a fashion business. And you may recall, for those of you who have been following me since Patua Paral Days, 
that is where I started, right? So I really do know a thing or two about the fashion business. I want to express my gratitude before I go any further to Jamaica's first Vogue cover girl, supermodel, now fashion designer, Loy Samuels, for reading the, the ebook when it was um, out, when I was about to put it out, and for providing valuable insights relating to areas that needed greater emphasis. And it is clear why her collection, The Vessel by Loy, is so great. Also to my friend and colleague, who is really my sister from another mother, Tamika Brown, an amazing person and fashion designer. Her feedback on the overall layout was just so on point, just like her swimsuit from Tammy B Designs. And finally, to my friend and fellow designer, Jean-Marie Thomas of Ajante, for really delving into some of the areas that needed to be more detail. So thank you, thank you, thank you, my friends. So let's start with a little background, right? As I delve into how you can, you know, launch your fashion business. I won't necessarily get through all of the content that was, you know, put out in the ebook today on this episode, but we may have to do a couple parts to it, right? So this 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 whole topic may end up being a few parts. So let's see what we get through today. And we're going to stay no longer than, say, you know, 30 minutes or so for this episode. So starting with a little background, I had a deep sense of um, desire and longing to start a business, but I really didn't know where to start. And after much searching, I eventually launched my fashion business, Patwa Apparel. This happened in 2007. So not having all the dots connected, I really never did right? I I had to wing it. And thankfully, I was able to find my way through the hoops. And over time, my docs began to line up all in a row. So now 15 years in, this is my gift to you. So the ebook, which I'm going to tell you how to get it, and as, uh, as well as this episode that I'm bringing to you as a podcast. So I've learned so much since that time, And I really do feel compelled to pay it forward. Now, the reality is a business, a fashion business can be extremely lucrative. After all, clothing is one of the basic physiological human needs, according to Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Amidst the glitz and the glamour of the industry, though, an entrepreneurial approach must be taken from the get-go in order to achieve any measure of success. And if you are here listening to this podcast, chances are you have a design, you have a desire to become a fashion entrepreneur. And that's awesome, right? I will explore in more depth in um, along the way. But here are some initial questions that you must be prepared to answer very, very honestly. Do I really want to run a fashion business or is it that the idea of it seems alluring? And when I talk about the idea of it, so I remember when I I decided that I'm going to open a store, a physical store for Patua Parade, first at Central Plaza and then in Devon House in Kingston. You know, it was more the allure of physical place, you know, physical spot that 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 got me as opposed to really wanting to do, um, to, to have a physical location. Because in retrospect and hindsight, it's always 2020. I shouldn't have, you know. But another time I'll get into all of that. And so you ask the question, do I really want to run a fashion business? Or is it that the idea of it seems alluring? Another question to ask yourself, 
do I have access to the necessary funding, right? And as you listen along, it may not be on this episode, but we're on this episode, but I'm going to be taking us through funding options and so on. But ask yourself that question, where the money gonna come from, right? Do you have access to it, to, to funding? What are the skills that are required? Or am I able to identify partners to help me? So where you are not skilled in a particular area, whether it's marketing or sales or, you know, um, whatever it is, if you're not skilled in that area, will you be able to find someone to partner with you that will have the necessary skills, you know, those requisite skills to help you to launch your business? Another question to ask, which is critical, is what is unique about what I'm doing? Right? Yes, fashion is there and everybody's involved into it at, at some way, shape, or form. But what is it that I can truly say that it's unique about what I'm doing? So, for example, when I did patois prayer, when I started out, yeah, people would have put patois expressions on shirts before. I, I'm sure I was not the first person to do that. I'm sure I'm, I was not the first person to, you know, put elements of a language or person's culture, a people's culture on a podcast, on a shirt rather, you know, I was not the first person to do it, but how did I differentiate myself? I did that through putting the Jamaican expression and then in bracket underneath that saying that, you know, famous Jamaican saying, I would put the interpretation in English. And so whether or not you understand Patwa, perhaps chances are you're going to understand English, right? So that was my point of differentiation. It was very simple, but it worked and it was very unique. Even if you, you know, your answer, you've answered the questions, um, you don't have the funding, you don't have the skills, you don't necessarily, um, you know, have what it takes in your mind to do it. All is not lost, right? I've got you clothed, <laughs> pun intended. So begin to see yourself running your awesome fashion business, right? Because any business at all that you're going to do, whatever, whether it's fashion or anything in life, it first is conceptualizing the mind. Everything happens twice. It first happens in the mind and then it happens in reality. So conceive it, right? Can you not perceive it? Can Do you not see it? See it in the mind. Believing is seeing. So not seeing isn't believing. It's believing that is seeing. So when you believe, you begin to see and it is possible and you get it done. So envision in your mind's eye, your brand in stores across the world and on some well-known celebrities or, you know, online and it's doing really well. Begin to imagine yourself doing that, you know, be running a successful fashion business. And this book, well, elements of it that I'm sharing here, it is the intention that it will be able to guide you on how to successfully launch your fashion business. So let's talk about the ideation aspect of it, idea development and research, right? Let's talk about that. So back in my day, we talked about the four P's of marketing, and that was when I was in uh, university and we're doing marketing. We talk about the four P's of marketing, products, price, place, promotion. Now, any conversation about the marketing mix must include these additional three, right? So in addition to the product, the price, the place, and the promotion, we must talk about the people, the processes, and the physical evidence. Yes, there's an eighth P for productivity. 
So get to know more about the essential marketing principles as you think about developing your business, right? And and, and they're simple. I won't spend all the time um, going through, you know, all these mix, but everything is taken into consideration. So the product is taken into consideration. What is am I am I selling? What is it customers are getting from me? How am I going to price it? Yeah, am I going to be a high end, low end, mid range, whatever? Where am I going to sell it? Is it going to be online? Is it going to be you know, in department stores or or the trunk of your car or wherever? How are you going to get it out? Get the word out about it? How are you going to promote it? Right. Talk about the people. Who are you going to partner with? Who is who are the people that are going to help you to execute? What processes are you going to put in place? Right. We know that with systems, and we talk about systems a lot on this podcast. With systems, when you systemize your business, systemize anything that you're doing, then you know it becomes so much easier. You take out the hassle. You take out all the the extra work when you put a system in place. What physical evidence will you have? that you're running a business, what is it going to be? How are you going to be productive? How are you going to measure your productivity? So all of these elements of the marketing mix, they are so, so crucial, right? So get to know more about essential marketing principles as you think about developing your business. So go do your research, lots of information on the internet about the marketing mix, right? For starters, you will you need to do a little brainstorming exercise. So this time to you will definitely need to be doing a little brainstorming exercise to decide on the type of collection you will develop. Then you can validate. Then you can validate your idea as you gather a few persons who you think will buy from you. What do they want to buy? What are they already buying? What is their demographic? What do they like to do? What makes them happy or sad? Where do they vacation? Is there enough people that will want what you are putting out? See, all of these uh, questions that you have to be asking yourself. The truth is, it is risky to start any business. Let me just put that out there. So be mindful. All the steps are taken to mitigate against potential risks. Ask yourself to the question of, What is the concept behind the brand that you are creating? And if you don't already have a name, it's a good time now to to start thinking of one, one that will resonate with your target market. And some of the questions to consider is, who are you targeting? Is there enough people that will want what you are putting out? What is the story? What story is your brand telling? What will you be known for? What is the research saying about the industry? What are the current fashion trends? Like there are just so many things to sit and brainstorm. You can have a focus group where you just sit and and just, you know, ask questions, have a brain dump, get a piece of paper, pour out all of these things as you ask yourself the question, just jot things down. We sometimes think that we have to do these um, highfalutin um, re- uh, research and, and, and surveys and whatever, but no, we, we, we don't have to do that. You may conduct a search using the Google Keyword Planner tool to find out what prospective customers are looking for um, based on the results that you find in the search engine in Google or whichever search engine you're, you're, you know, you're working with, whether it's Yahoo or Bing. But of course, more, more um, likely than not, it's going to be Google. So this information will definitely come in handy when it's time to do your online marketing as you would have already have an idea exactly what your target market is 
um, spending money on. That is so key. Another alternative is to go to Amazon bestsellers and, and, and select clothing. Refine your search by the category you're interested in. Selecting those with four-star rating and above can give you a clear indication of what your target market has interest in. I have said a lot thus far in terms of the marketing mix, um, you know, the idea development and research, the questions that you should be asking yourself and so on and so forth, how you can do simple surveys, um, simple, um, you know, simple and effective surveys. So let's look at marketing and testing. And I am going to close off on marketing and testing and we can pick up with other options when we are done with that. And it's going to take a little time for us to get through. So let's do that. So once you've got clarity on your idea, it's time to test the market to see how it will respond to your collection. So I'm going to number uh, outline a couple of things that you can do to do this testing. Do a simple survey by asking persons in your target market to let you know what they want. You want to address things like price, quantity, style, design, and brand image. A questionnaire that is developed in Google Forms or SurveyMonkey, for example, can do this very easily. You can also get a few persons together who match your target audience and conduct a focus group discussion to solidify ideas before you start producing samples. And we go to sampling and all of that further down, maybe in another episode. Um, But right, so you can do that. Second question to consider is who is your competition? What are they known for? What are they doing right? What needs to be improved? What is the pain point of customers? What keep them up at night? You know what frustrate them? Filling that gap ensures that you satisfy the needs of those you plan to serve. A third question is which top designer will you benchmark in your fashion business? The idea is to look at somebody in the industry who has already done it and to see what inspiration you may gather from them. You're not copying what they're doing, but remember now, success leaves clues. So you're simply looking on using them as benchmark and you know coming up with something of your own. Four, what will be your unique selling proposition? Plan must be to stand out, not blending, okay? We don't want no blending going on right here. Number five, how will you compete? Remember now, you are new to the market and may not have the financial and other resources to compete in all areas. Finding your competitive advantage is important to ensure your success. Number six, what type of pricing strategy will you use to enter the market? So a good pricing strategy will determine the price at which your collection can maximize its returns after the various costs are accounted for. So consider whether you will price at a premium, setting it higher than your competition, whether you will price for market penetration where you attract buyers with low market entry prices, whether it's going to be economic pricing where you attract price conscious consumers, price skipping, economic pricing, you attract price conscious consumers, price skimming, setting the price high at your introductory phase and then lower it when you have a competitor coming on board. 
Is it going to be psychological pricing using figures like $9.99 or $99.99 instead of $10 or $100? Even though the difference is negligible, it gives the illusion of greater value. Or what is going to be bundled pricing where you'll give a special rate to customers buying a certain combination from your collection? So make the choice that is best suited to your overall strategy. For example, if you are targeting the upper end of the market, surely economy pricing would not be the best option. Number seven, what's the vision for your fashion business? Where do you see it two, five, or 10 years from now? Make sure to set SMART goals and they must be, SMART is an acronym for specific. What do I want to accomplish? What is this goal? Why is this goal important to me? Who are the people that will that will be involved? What resources will I need? It should be measurable. How will I know when my goal is accomplished? How many will I produce, right? Um, is it that I'm producing, let's say we're doing t-shirts, 5,000 t-shirts initially. Yeah, that's that's a lot to be doing initially, but I'm just using that number. Your goal must be attainable. Can I achieve what I intend to within the time specified? So a goal without a a deadline or a timeline is simply a wish. And we're not wishing here, we're setting goals. Your goal must be realistic. How practical is my goal based on other resources such as financial, personal, etc.? How does it match with the broader vision for my life? Because remember, you're not doing your business in isolation. You're doing it in in, in harmony and, and, and you know, unison with, with life that is existing around you. You know, your life, what you plan for your life. It must be time bound. When will I launch? What can I do today to ensure that I launch when I want to launch, right? So don't get too bogged down if at the initial stage it isn't so clear to you. But the important thing I want to highlight is that you must make a start. And as your business begins to unfold, you'll begin to gain more clarity, right? Clarity comes when you start taking action. Momentum comes when you make a movement. So it's okay to make changes as you go along, tweaking here and there until you've nailed it. Number eight, now that you've brainstormed and are clear about the direction in which you're headed, a business plan is necessary. I'm going to say business plan. Um, I'm not talking about those, you know, highfalutin, exorbitant thing that you do for the bank. I want to say you can do a pitch deck, right? Just something to outline the different elements of your business. So I will be talking through the marketing, the, the sales, the funding, all of those things, right? The people, all of those things, right? This plan is much for you as it is for other stakeholders, such as investors, banks, and other funding institutions, if you'll be seeking out these resources to fund your launch. So the previous steps will provide you with basic information to include in your plan, in your deck. I have put a detailed template of a business plan in the book, 15 Hints. That's my first book, 15 Hints to Entrepreneurial Success. Lessons from a Caribbean Businesswoman and a shortened version, as I mentioned, may be done in the form of a pitch deck for you to have on hand as you seek after partners for your business. And the final and ninth and final question I want to, you know, in consideration, not necessarily a question, but consideration is to think about the legal aspects such as registering your business name, protecting your intellectual property by trademarking your logo. And if you are thinking of exporting your fashion outside of your country, 
consider registering in those territories as well. Just talking with your intellectual property office from wherever you are, whichever country you are, would be able to help you. So know that proper record keeping is key. It will help with the smooth running of your business as well as to prepare you to take advantage of funding options and other benefits. I can't tell you how many times I was able to get grant funding because I had my accounting in order. I had everything in order. And so, you know, institutions like the Caribbean Export Development Agency, even the Jamaica Stock Exchange, which is a sponsor of my podcast, of this podcast, I was able to get a um, a grant from them. Um to to fund my business, right? Different at different magnitudes, different levels, but albeit albeit the fact that I was registered, I had my documentation in order for the business, then I was able to to get these opportunities and to, to leverage these opportunities that were available. So I'm going to pause here in terms of taking us through the the ebook as a podcast version. I'm gonna pick up next week. But just to recap that starting a fashion business, it can be daunting, but it doesn't have to be. The resources are there. There are just some questions that you need to be asking yourself. And as you go through, remember that the resources are there. You're thinking about your idea development and your research because that is key. You're thinking about your marketing mixed. Um, you, you're making sure that you're setting smart goals. All of those things are important as you contemplate your fashion business. Um, I want to, before I close out, I just want to share a review and, um, this review comes from G music teacher. And I believe this is from the U S uh, Apple store, right? It says, I truly enjoy this podcast, her ability. I think that would be me that the host, <laughs> her ability to get you critical information in a small amount of time is precious. She makes you feel included and empowered. I highly recommend this podcast. Thank you so much, G Music Teacher, for leaving this review in the Apple Store for the Entrepreneurial You podcast. I'm really grateful. And you know what? Uh, you could be, those of you who are listening, you peep performer, you could be able to hear your review being read right here on the Entrepreneurial You. So, Share a review, leave a review, you know, go in the Apple store, look for the, uh, in the podcast, um, going to Apple podcast rather, and look for the entrepreneurial you just leave your a review. If that's not where you're looking, if you're listening from right now, leave a review, right? And I am so grateful that you joined me for this episode. You can find, I'm going to share the link to this ebook that you can actually get the book um, or you can reach out to me via WhatsApp. When you go to hennikowatkisporter.com, send me a WhatsApp page. That WhatsApp icon is on that homepage or whichever page you're at. And you can send me a WhatsApp message that comes directly to my phone. So I really want to thank you so much for tuning into this episode as I go through with you the quick start guide to launching your fashion brand. And we have more to come in this, uh, on this topic, I'm just taking you through the first few segments of it, and we are going to be picking up next week. So again, thank you. Um, really glad that you joined me today and do please share this episode. If you find it informative, if you find it insightful, if there's somebody, you know, who's interested in starting their own fashion business, then share it with them. You know, you never know. And again, like I said, you can reach out to me 
for um, the ebook or anything else regarding podcast, this podcast, hennikawatkisporter.com. You can also send me an email at hennikawatkisporter at gmail.com. I am on social media at hennikawatkisporter. And please, I'd love for you to follow this podcast on your favorite podcast app and connect with me again for all things podcasting, books, coaching, online course, etc., etc., etc. Glad you could join me. And if you have not yet checked out the Entrepreneurial You TV edition, go right ahead and look for it on Business Access TV. It comes on 7 p.m. Uh, on Thursdays. We are on a season break right now, but there are reruns from up from season one. And you can also find it on my YouTube channel. So just look for hennicottwatkissporter.com. And I'm so grateful, so, so grateful to you, you know, that you continue to join me week after week. And again, if you are new to this podcast, please, um, I'm so happy that you're here. Welcome, 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 welcome. I want to leave a note to you, which is according to the scriptures, which is what I normally end with. I'm going to take it from Psalm 34, reading one to three. I'm actually reading three verses today instead of the one that I normally do, right? I will extol the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. I will glory in the Lord. Let the afflicted hear and rejoice. Glorify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. On that note, I say do take care and be blessed. Thank you so much for listening to the Entrepreneurial You podcast. I do hope to catch you next week. But until then, make sure that you visit hennikawatkisporter.com where you can subscribe to the show in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or via RSS so you'll never miss a show. And while you're at it, if you found value in the Entrepreneurial You I'd appreciate if you leave a rate and review on Apple. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show and that would help me out a bit too. So you might also want to check out my ebook, How to Start a Podcast for Beginners. It's completely free. All you have to do is go to the, the website and just follow the instructions once the pop-up comes there and you'll be good to go. I want you to know that I'm available for podcast production, hosting and private coaching to conduct podcast workshops or simply to speak at your event. All you have to do is send me a message via the contact form or via WhatsApp and I'll be happy to connect with you. Do take care.